Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Join Nate and Kate as they take oftentimes big ideas and make them practical for everyday life. This is the Between Sundays podcast with Nate and Kate Thompson. Hey everybody, this is Nate Thompson here with Kate Thompson, my lovely wife, and this is Between Sundays, our podcast, and what we do every day matters, okay? So living your life, not just on Sundays for the Lord, but every day. Yes. And I like that you introduced me as your lovely wife. Well, you know what? You are. Today. <laughs> Thank me you for that. <laughs> you are. So we've been married for 19 years. Wow. And it just has flown by. It, it flies sometimes. <laughs> Time flies. Time flies. So I know you're thinking these people are so young. They're How so can they be married for vibrant. 19 years? Yeah. And actually, you'd be right to assume we got married young. Yeah, just two sparrows in a hurricane. Yes. Trying to find them. If you way. remember that song, you might not be so young. So, <clears throat> married for 19 years. Yeah. We got married young. We have one kid. His Wait, name. How? What were our ages? Oh, okay. Before we talk about our child, I was 19 when we got married. <laughs> 23 over here. Yeah. Look at me. Planning ahead. <laughs> okay. So, 19, yeah, we were very just young. Very young kiddos. to get married. Yep. We have one son. His name is Bear. Yep. Big, and he's 11. Bear. And we, ha- we were married for seven years before we had Bear. Yep. So, we had some solid quality time just together. Getting to know each other. Um, I currently, just to give you a little background about me, I am an administrative assistant at an apple orchard. Wow. And Nate, do you want to share your occupation? I'm a registered nurse at a hospital in the cardiovascular lab. Wow, that sounds mm. fancy. Well, you know, we save lives, Kate. That's what we do. You having a heart attack? We will do our best. <laughs> doing our best. Just doing our best. But over the years, we've had a lot of different jobs. So I've worked at a bank. I worked at the Parks and Rec Center I worked locally. at Blockbuster for two weeks. Well, not since we've been married. Oh, no. Um, what, did I, what have I done since we've been married? I was a you medical, were a medical assistant. assistant. You wow. were in a band. I was in a band. You did like yard work or something, maybe uh, for the same doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I drove a mail truck, delivered U.S. mail to different post offices. You were a youth pastor. One year doing that. Yes. Uh, I was a full-time student for a while. You were. So we've done a lot over the years since we've been married. And Insurance salesman. Yes. <laughs> So watch out. We've both been in the insurance biz. You know, hey, just dipping my toes in there. I mean, who hasn't? Who hasn't? Really? There's always something. I mean. Some type of financial service. If you ain't selling essential oils, you're selling insurance. (laughs) I can tell you that. Okay. So anyway, if you're married, you know that your marriage relationship touches almost every other area of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Comes with you. You agree with that? I agree. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, it definitely affects your parenting, obvious, your family interactions, likely um, church and work situations, friendships, all kinds of things. And this is why we're going to spend an episode talking about marriage, but specifically about changing together in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So um, we both knew when we got married, like we didn't want 
this sounds so obvious. We didn't want to get divorced when we got married. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of one of the ideas. That was one of the goals of marriage was Can to not we get divorced. Not get divorced. But we remember thinking about how people would say, like, I've changed or you've changed or we're just different. I'm not in love with you anymore. I never understood that when I was younger. And I'm I'm not trying to like belittle that no. thing because there there's some depth that needs to be explored there. Yeah. But we just we knew we did not want that to be us. So I, we some, somehow we got this idea in our mind that we were going to change together. It had to be the Lord, Kate. Yeah, it, it I don't think anybody to told be. it Nobody to us. Did. I got to change. Sorry. So we decided we were going to, if we were going to change throughout life, which getting married at 19 and 23, we're likely to change our personalities, our occupations, our friendships, the way we communicate. So many things about us change. Everything. Because I mean, some of the worst advice I've ever received was from my sister, Cheryl, seventh grade wrote, never change. In your yearbook. In my yearbook. Like, you're awesome. Never change. And that's terrible advice. I've changed. Look at us. I'm so glad you've you, changed. Yeah, well. We've come a long way. And I feel like that should be expected because it's good for people to change and grow and mature over time. Right? Yeah. So there was a specific time, though, when you told me you changed. And this sounds dramatic. But it was, I'll share it. Well, I'll share it because it's, it's a little bit weird, but part of the idea. It's very, very art. Nate was in a very artsy phase I, of life. I was in a band. What are you going to do? So we were gone for like a month, almost a month down in Tennessee, the band, just the dudes living it up, recording a record, doing our thing. And I don't know how many, probably right towards the end of it, there was something that I still, I remember the conversation on the phone, like this glimpse of it, but I don't fully remember what happened. I think it was, honestly, Kate, I think it was, I was experiencing just new people and new things. As far as, I don't want to sound dorky, but it's the first time I ever ate sushi, for goodness sake. Yep. That's how, like, limited First time my, you ate sushi, all of a sudden I he's a changed babe. man. Babe, I'm totally different. I had soft shell crab. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, I, I had that. <laughs> but, like, I, it was experiencing new people. You should have seen the time he tried a lobster roll. Then he was a new man all over again. Shook me. So good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm different, babe. Yeah, um... Meeting these new people, these new environments, like the whole, like these mindsets. There was things about me where, like, I remember telling you, like, I'm just different. And I didn't even really know what. And it wasn't like I was saying, like, I'm going to leave you and you need to be different. We just had this open conversation that was just, wasn't long. But I just remember saying, like, I don't know, I'm just different now. Like, I think I experienced this to these different people. And I've... I'm seeing different ideas of God. Maybe that's too what it was too. But like, I remember having that conversation and I look back on it and I think it was like a a foundational block in our marriage of, Mm -hmm. we need to talk about these times when, when you're, when you do feel like you're changing or something's different or you see something differently now. Well, the crazy thing is, is I think I was so naive. I don't even really remember you telling me that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm having a profound moment in Tennessee and Kate's just like, okay. Well, I just, I think I never felt like our marriage was in jeopardy, even though you were changing and we were doing different things. I never felt like you were just going to go a different direction and I was going to go a different direction. Yeah, I've never felt that way either. So, so maybe good. it wasn't naive. Maybe it was just, I felt very secure. 
But yeah, I mean, that idea of being different now, especially because during that phase of our marriage, <laughs> we were doing very different things. You had traveled the country for a couple months straight in this band, and I was at home working at a bank. It was just like a normal nine to five full-time job. Mm-hmm. And so it was just very, like our lives were very different. And we would talk on the phone and like, I didn't, I felt like I supported you and you were supporting me, but we were. We were living two separate ideas completely. Do you remember how I would call you and just talk to you like Christopher Walken and you would just be like, you need to stop. Yes. And that was because I was living with three other guys. Can you refresh my memory though? Yeah, I would call because I had a moment where. I mean, I want to hear the the Christopher (laughs) Walken. Wow. I don't know. It's not very good, but wow, honey blonde hair. Yeah, I, I used to do way better. It's a than lot that. of short phrases. Yeah, her legs went on for days. It was like quotes from Christopher Walken movies. But what would happen was I would order food like Christopher Walken. Andy would um, do Will Ferrell's impression of Harry Carey, which was really good. So I would call you, and you would just want me to stop doing that, mm-hmm. and then. So that's kind of where we were in life. So we and were our, a our schedules were different. Like oh, you, yeah. you're, I'd be up late. Yeah. So it was just we were just, but we were married. Like we were in this together, but we were changing very separately. Because yeah. as I was growing, like I worked at the same bank for nine or ten years. So I feel like I was growing and developing, like even as a professional, like yeah, just personal learning, banker. learning work skills and work in the lobby. Are you are you making fun of what I'm saying right now that I'm no. trying to say seriously? <laughs> No, I'm listening. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I, at least I felt on the inside, like I was really like growing as a person and just in a very different way. Yeah. So anyway, how do you do this together? Like you're going to be married for so long and like we're 19 years, like we've got Mm -hmm. so many more years ahead of us and we still want to be committed to changing together. Yeah. Changing as individuals and people, but just knowing we're in it together. Which is different than the idea of, me changing you, mm-hmm. you changing me. We married each other on purpose. We're a lot different, but we're a lot alike now too, which is super fun. There's things that like I, there's times that, and, and I feel like married people or anybody really, I guess that's been in a relationship for a long time where you, you think alike, you start, you know, like I, I can sometimes tell what you're thinking just by looking at you mm-hmm. and that's super fun. Yeah. I love that. But this this idea is not to like change you or you to change me to make me what you want and me what you want. It's just an awareness that the individuality within marriage is important, but also keeping each other up to speed and allowing somebody to have that autocorrection with you where I'm saying, hey, I think I'm, I'm thinking about this right now. What do you think about it? Right. You know, because I value your influence in my life. Communication is so important when it comes to changing because the vulnerability to Mm -hmm. be vulnerable enough to communicate is a big deal. Yeah. So there's this quote that you told me that I really liked. It's a Lewis Smead quote and it says, do you want to read it? Okay. Okay. It says, uh, Lewis said, my wife has lived with at least five different men since we were wed and each of the five has been me. That's the end of the quote. And I, I, there's something about it I think is true because when you look over the, I mean, if you broke it down into just decades or whatever, a, a chunk of time will, I used to be way more fun. Like the fun side of my personality, like the 
extroverty thing was way more prominent in me in my teens and 20s. And then in my 30s going into 40s, it's still there, but it's I've changed to where the more responsible and serious portions of me are coming out, where sometimes I want to be back to fun, Nate. I think we've talked about that. We have talked about that. But the truth is, too, life happens. And yeah. life kind of makes, life brings. It pulls things to the surface. Yeah, it does. And you got to cultivate the good and the bad things mm-hmm. as, it, as it's doing that with you. So, like, if Kate held on to the idea of, you used to be so fun, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, I used to not have any responsibilities either. So, (laughs) it's kind of funny how, like, life brings changes, Mm -hmm. and I want to change together. And the idea of marriage is just, it is a commitment, an agreement, and a covenant, and you will both change, but the idea is you've pre-decided that you're going through this life together. Yeah. So when we got married young, we had to we had to just be realistic and say, I'm not going to be the same person in 20 years. And mm-hmm. the same is true now. Like, I don't think it matters if you're young or old, but just when you're young, you're still just even trying to figure out like what you believe and yeah. who you are and stuff. So I feel like it's it's even like that now, like we're going to be different people in 20, 30 years, but we're deciding that we're going to go through this and we're going to change together. Thanks for being here with Between Sundays. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share your feedback here or online at myhopefm.net. So uh, you already mentioned it's not about changing the other person. And when we were first married, this is just a great example. You wanted to do stuff all the time and I did not. Like you were mm-hmm. kind of, you're, you're more outgoing and like extroverted, I guess you could say, or you just felt busy. more I'm a busy life. Body. Yeah. Like I'm a you, busy body. Yeah. You felt more life by being around a lot of people all the stop time. Stop by. I'm going to stop by. Yep. Me, not so much. I was just like, no, I need space. And to put it in perspective, when we got married, like we lived in a duplex with your parents on the other side. Yeah. Your sister lived behind us. Your cousins were our neighbors. So it's not like our life was sheltered in any way. Yeah, we had like But a, you still wanted to like make plans all the time on the weekends. And I was just like, uh, I don't know like, about that. We could not do that. Exactly. That And that's, uh, that's a, you know, its own episode, probably like newlyweds. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I didn't realize even how much that bothered you until we were talking about it recently. Oh, and you were just, you were being honest and telling me, yeah, like when we were first married, that was really hard for me. And I just didn't like it. And it's funny to look back. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Just how like you're just adjusting everything and everything is different because it go it's weird how it goes from like relationships just advance into deeper and deeper levels and the to be like constrained in love is to be is to be giving of yourself towards the other people mm-hmm. and so often we want to just hold on to like our identity but it cannot be that way anymore with marriage because now your identity is my identity. Mine is yours. And there has to be this giving towards that and, and being respectful towards each other because, yeah, I remember us getting in like arguments and irritations towards each other when we we're literally polar opposites in areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not to say that the changing isn't always easy. But to think now, 19 years later, I feel like we're both a little bit of both. Like I miss being around people if I don't see them for a while. Mm -hmm. But 
I have a chance to miss them because we're not keeping our schedules so full and busy that we are always with other people. I think I like downtime now. Yeah. Do you think that? I, I do think, think that. I think there's times where I'm like, I don't. I think one thing that was hard for you is it may it may not even be the idea of like you wanted to be with other people all the time, but you didn't want me or something else dictating who or where you could be. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> uh, I feel like I need to be laying down on a couch right now. Here's my example. Like when we Give had it. Bear... And he, oh we had a baby, gosh. and then all of a sudden Talk it was like buzzkill. we needed to get home to get the baby in bed, or like it was it, it was important that the baby got a nap. So I feel like you didn't like that idea I of didn't. like being constrained by that. I didn't. It took me almost a year to realize Bear was ours. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I, it's just funny because I remember you just went momming, man. You had a schedules. You had stuff. And I just remember thinking, this kid doesn't know every three hours is a brand new day to him. Like, he doesn't know anything. He don't know if he's in his car seat or in a crib. Who cares if he falls asleep? And you're just like, nope, we're doing this routine. This is what we're doing. That's how I like would think of it. Like, you were just like, if this routine gets broken, he's not going to grow up. And I remember just being like, it doesn't matter. I'm like a gypsy with my kid. And you know, so it was like... Those, the, it was funny. It's the funny, funny thing look is, back. like even right now, I want to defend myself and say I didn't think he was going to not grow up. <laughs> I knew I needed to go back to work when he was three months old while you were in a band. Uh, no, I was uh, I was in school then. I was in school then. I was babysitting. I was babysitting. I was watching my own son, not babysitting. Correction. Oh, correction. I'm not that guy. So I did, it came out on accident. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just like in my mind, I think 10 steps ahead, which has sometimes yeah. been a hindrance. But I'm just like, nope, this is going to set me up for when I need to go back to work. And when this happens and then he's on. He stayed yes. with other people and babysitters, so I'll be able to just tell them. You yeah, know. you were thinking about that stuff, which is fun because really, I think that is the 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 funness of our relationship is where one <laughs> is thinking 10 steps ahead and one is like no this next step is really important to do <laughs> too <laughs> so, that's so fun yeah so like there's a funness in that right the idea of like let's not miss life or like let's i feel like you are better at the being flexible like, yeah. okay, we can break from the schedule one day to be able to enjoy this, whatever. Which so. I, I'm not, I'm going to fluff your feathers right now, which I love that you have really become way more flexible in that area of just like movement. And you've taught me to have structure and to have like set, actually set up an appointment with somebody to meet with them when I actually have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. Not just like, oh, I can, yeah, I can do that this afternoon or I can do that tonight. I've gone from that to being like, hey, in, in a couple of weeks, I actually have a day off and time in the morning we can get together or in the evening. Sure. So I feel like there's been education on both both ends of the stick. Definitely. We've both Look changed. Look at us. Look We've at changed. us. I think we're, uh, I think we're doing it. <laughs> yes. So communication, I think, is one of the most important things. It has to, to be to recognize about changing because change itself does not have to be scary in relationships, but there are certain points of checking in with each other and um, like just making sure that you're still on the same page. Like, have you had a good conversation with your spouse lately? 
like something deep or something mm-hmm. that matters to you and or to figure out where they are like do you just assume that you know them based on who you knew 10 or 20 years ago but you're not seeing like oh they seem to now be interested in sushi yeah look at me yeah, <laughs> or yeah. you know whatever whatever is the latest craze essential oils yeah but you know like are are you checking to make sure that you do still try to understand them and get to know them because as people change you are like always pursuing your spouse, always getting to know someone. You know, it's funny because those little things, they can, they can, um, man, they can just become huge. Mm-hmm. They can become huge. Like imagine, no, this is going to make me nervous now, but imagine if I didn't know how you liked your coffee, because when we were, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we were hitting up Starbucks and Tim Hortons and getting really sweet drinks and fancy drinks all the time. Oh yeah. I had, when I first started drinking coffee, I had caramel syrup, chocolate Everything. syrup, flavored creamer. Not, yeah, now you're no nonsense. A little bit of coffee. You'll drink and a pack black of hot coffee. chocolate. There's yeah. everything in the coffee to make it not taste like coffee. Yeah. Now you'll knock out a cup of black coffee if yes. it's good coffee. You're just hardcore. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know that, wouldn't that just be the weirdest thing for me to show up with some caramel macchiato with almond milk and sprinkles on top? And you're like, I am not drinking that. Like, you don't even, why, why would you pick that out? But communication, that's where, that was the part earlier when I said I didn't understand that when I was younger. Mm -hmm. When someone would say, I just don't know you anymore. I would be like, that's stupid. I remember thinking that. What a stupid thing to say. But now I get it. And and I think it's because eggshells in a relationship to me are so important. They're just such a a moment of we need to stop and talk. Mm -hmm. Because when you let those go, when you you have a spot in, in your relationship that you can't, that just is going to cause an argument, you have to communicate through that, knowing that the idea is you're not trying to pull you to my side. I'm not trying to pull, you're not trying to pull me to your side. It's we need to move through this together and get, like, move forward and come back together and move mm-hmm. past this. Yeah. And I think that's a that's hard, especially when you let something go six months, a year, five years, That those eggshells have just solidified. You don't yeah. even talk about it. That, I think, is when somebody wakes up and says, I don't know you anymore. And there are so many detailed aspects of our lives that people cannot prepare us for. So you can go to premarital counseling. You can ask for advice. But there's so many things specific to your marriage that mm-hmm. somebody else is not going to be able to speak into. Oh, man. So when I think about, for instance, you being in a band, and if there were ever moments when it was like, oh, I just don't want to talk to him about this because now it's awkward and I said I support him, but now I'm not so sure if I do, seeing how it's affected our family, like yeah. then that becomes eggshells. And it's like, if if we if I had asked somebody for advice about that, nobody really could have spoken to me for exactly what was going on with you and I. And so I feel like it is important to just be willing to address that with each other, no matter how awkward or messy it might get before it gets better. And that, um, cause the eggshells, they crack when you walk on them. Yeah. Like they don't always feel good. Mm-mm. You got to sweep them up. You've got to clean it up and, and work it out. And it's not comfortable. Hands down. It's not comfortable. Like I, I, I've never liked it when we've had to address things like that. I ne- I don't, I don't want there to be eggshells in our marriage. I don't, in our relationship of any, like, so those things are just straight up hard. Mm-hmm. And especially when they've been around for a while. Because now you're like, why are you digging up the past? Like, 
Because we've been dealing with it yeah. for three years. Nobody wants to talk about it. Like, well, I, and I'm really, I'm really guilty of bringing up something in a passive aggressive way and thinking, well, I've brought it up to you, but I never said, mm-hmm. hey, we need to have a conversation about this. It's like making little comments here and there. That's not the same thing as addressing the eggshells right. in the, the room in your marriage. But all of these changes can definitely bring about those moments where it's like, okay, it's time to talk because we want to stay on the same page. Our goal is connection. It's not just disconnecting. And the reality is it's worth working through the difficult times because our marriages shape a lot of parts of our life Mm -hmm. and they affect a lot of parts of our life. And they have an opportunity to be a light to the world around us and to show people, like Jesus describes his relationship with the church as his bride. Yeah. And there are instructions in the Bible about respecting and loving one another. And so when we do that well, it's also a witness to the people in our lives, to our kids, to, you know, the people around us that we're just living life with. Yes. So, yes, that's a big yes for me, because a healthy marriage that has like, man, when you come across somebody who's been married for their whole lives in a healthy, just loving way. There is something there that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot like the I, the concept of marriage. How we've our society has belittled it to the point of like, well, I don't need a piece of paper to say that I'm married or whatever. I don't really want to go too far into this rabbit trail, but there's there's a there is something that when you when you involve the community saying we are making this commitment you're you're spreading it out to be bigger than your the two of you and to have this idea of a covenant that is held up and then when you pursue it in a way that you're growing together and that it's not an uneven and unbalanced thing there is something that nobody else will like it's amazing Mm -hmm. like what i have me and you makes my heart just super happy yeah because there's a depth that at the end of the day that I can have with, you know, like with you, that's just, it's too cool. Yeah. Well, and if you are making an effort to grow as a person, whether it's spiritually or in other ways, like maybe you're learning thing, you're going to school or you're learning things about mental health or whatever it is, some of the biggest changes you make will be big things. Like right now, like I feel like spiritually, I'm, I'm learning about um, the fear of God versus the fear of man. So the more I learn to to reject the fear of man, it affects me, and then it also affects our relationship. Yeah. It affects the way I relate to the world around me. So even just the idea of like, as a Christian, the spiritual changes are going to change us. They're going to mature us and make us grow. And, and, and as spouses, like we wanna be not always on the same page or learning the exact same thing, but gleaning from one another, growing Mm. together, being okay with the idea of like, you're advancing in this area and I'm just still learning about this or I'm struggling while you're growing or, you know, those things. Yeah. And if I don't realize you're doing that in six months or a year, you're going to be a different person to me Mm -hmm. because if, and that's where, that's where I think where the communication is just, I can't stress that enough. Yes. And I think um, the humility about learning how to do that. And, and realizing within the relationship too, with the growth process that sometimes the other person is just growing at a different rate or different things are going on and having the ability to just learn from them and realize they, they're your 
They're your buddy, man. They're your mm-hmm. partner. They're your wingman. Yeah. They're not your twin, but they're, they're, they're seeing things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. They have a voice that needs to be heard. Yes. And to, and to appreciate it, not yeah. just trying to squash it. So you had mentioned just a little bit about the constraints of love idea. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of this chunk that you read from a book about how it's easy to think sometimes that marriage is constraining, that the person is holding you back maybe from being who you want to be, or you don't really want to compromise and change who you are. But the idea of what you um, had shared with me once was like about a fish. So a fish is constrained to the water. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that the water is bad for the fish? No, because that water is allowing the fish to live. So it's it's similar in marriage. Like the marriage is not constraining us. It's actually good for us. But we have to recognize that like yeah. living in marriage and living in relationships, it it can help us to grow and to live. It's not it's not inhibiting our freedom. It's actually helping it. Yeah. It's the same in our relationship with the Lord too. Like sometimes we think that he's hindering us because there's rules or there's structure. But in reality, it's that very structure that gives us the freedom to be who he created us to be. Dude, I dig that. So we got this whole idea about changing together from marriage because we'd mentioned it in a podcast we did in season one. And then somebody said, hey, you guys could talk more about that. So I want to let our listeners know that if you have something that you heard or a little tidbit or anything you'd like us to talk more about as part of our story or just a separate topic, let us know because now we're in season two. We've got a season Mm -hmm. three possibly coming. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. Shoot us an email, man. Give us some feedback. And we love hearing from you guys. MyHopeFM.net. Mm-hmm. Our podcast page is there. So you can leave a comment, a question, topic idea. Absolutely. We'd love it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, um, we live every day between Sundays. I don't I can't remember how to say that. Our life is lived every day and what happens between Sundays matters. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Go after it. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Between Sundays podcast. If you have questions or want to connect further, visit the podcast page at myhopefm.net. And remember, your life is lived every day and what happens between Sundays matters.